Welcome to the Self-Realized Podcast with Linton Berkson, where you will shatter your limits. I am not much into the self-help industry as much as I'm into the self-realized individual, which is you. What matters most to you, how you get there, and the obstacles that may be in your way. If you would like to be part of this podcast and part of that discussion, I welcome you here with an open heart, open mind, and open arms. So, without further ado... Let's get on with the podcast. A very warm welcome to the Self-Realized Podcast, Shatter Your Limits. This is episode 43, and I am Lyndon Bergson. Thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy day to join me. I look forward to sharing some insights with you on a very important topic, the correct goal-setting process. The process is the same whether you're an individual or an organization. The process is not different, it's just how it is applied. And there is a correct process for you to go through, master, own, and facilitate for yourself in order for you to be successful. A lot of times we go to different seminars with self-help or motivational seminars, and goal-setting is a very important topic. It is the cornerstone, if you're going to have a successful life, of what it is you choose to accomplish, how long it's going to take you to get that goal as a manifested reality in your life, and what it really means to you on a long and short-term basis. Because you have long-term goals, you have short-term goals, all are very, very important to the outcome of your life. When you think on this for a moment deeply, every time you set out to accomplish a goal, You're altering the path of your life. You've made a life decision. That's what a goal is. It's a life decision that you have made to take a certain path, invest a certain amount of time, effort, and money into this particular goal to have a specific outcome. Goal setting is not something to be taken lightly. It's something to be taken in a very deep and profound inner journey for you to come up with the outer goal. A lot of times when I work with organizations, I could be working with the CEO or I could be working with an individual. Essentially, we're all the CEOs of our life. We all lead our lives somewhere. And when you get involved with your life, personally and professionally, where are you leading it? The first question that you need to begin to really break down in your own mind and within yourself before you begin the goal-setting process, is to be very clear as to the reason that you are setting out and embarking on this goal. Why do I say that? If the reason you are embarking on a goal is to make a lot of money, then you're starting from the wrong place. I'm not saying that making money is not important. It is. We all have to make money. We all have to live. But in the correct goal-setting process, making money is not the reason you set out on a goal. That may sound counterintuitive. It may sound unrealistic. It may sound as though it defies any kind of common sense. However it sounds, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day... If you are going to set out on a goal with a primary objective of making money, you won't achieve the goal. 
because it is not enough to sustain you on the journey of that goal because your motivation will wane if all you are is connected to the outcome of how much money this particular goal, endeavor will generate. I see that a lot in organizations and I've seen it somewhat less in individuals but also see it quite a bit in individuals. And I redirect that. And the reason I redirect it is because there is a certain element within us all that needs more than just money to keep us motivated, bought into, driven, and able to continue onward with something we've set out to do that can be difficult if the goal is a stretch goal. That is not just money motivated. It has to be deeper than that. It has to be an inner drive within you that will push you past the obstacles that come up as you begin to try and manifest this goal, this vision that you have for yourself in the future. Essentially, it is your passion. I would argue that when Steve Jobs founded Apple, his main driving force, his passion, was to create a great computer that people could use to change their lives. He obviously made a lot of money from Apple, but it wasn't the main passion or driving force. When he was asked what kept him going through all the obstacles that it took to establish Apple, he mentioned it was his passion for what he was doing. And if you don't have that, you won't be able to keep moving forward. The first process that I suggest that you really begin to look at and define before you begin articulating your goals and how you are going to bring them about into reality is to take some time and write down when you're not listening to the podcast, or if you're listening to the podcast and you can write things down, then go ahead. What is your definition of success? Just write them down. Write down five things. Write down what your values are, your main values, one, two, three, four, five. And then write down what you don't value. And then write down five things that you would not define as success. And when you begin to look at your values and what you define as success, you can then begin from that point, begin the process of effective goal setting. Because unless you know what defines success for you and what your values are and essentially who you are, then you're not in a position to set a goal. Let me give you an example of that in my own life. What is my definition of success? The first thing that I would write down on my piece of paper would be peace. Anything that's giving me a sense of peace and is making me feel that I have a deeper connection with myself and I feel as though I'm growing personally, professionally and spiritually and I don't have a lot of stress in my life because I'm doing the personal development to try and look at what I'm doing to keep the stress down, whether it's exercise or food or the correct environment with friends and people. That is my definition of success. What would I write down on my piece of paper for what do I value? My number one value is the environments I put myself in. Now, some people might say that's not a value. 
I've heard that before. It is for me. So when you write down on your piece of paper what you consider to be success and what you consider to be values for you, it doesn't matter what other people say to you about what they look like or what they should be. They're talking from their perspective. If you are able to look at your success, for me it's peace, and what you value, for me it's environments, and they make sense to you when you go to set your goals, then your process is in alignment. If your goals match your definition of success and what you've written down as your values, then you can begin to have the correct goal-setting process. That is something that a lot of people don't always take into consideration. A lot of times they are just on the bandwagon of, well, I'll make a lot of money. You can make a lot of money and you can be miserable. There are many examples that you and I both know of people who had money and fame and their life didn't end in a way that we would say they were happy. You can do a lot of things in this world that you think will make you happy, that you think are a good goal, that you think may bring you certain things. But essentially, you may find out because you didn't think it through and you didn't give enough time to how you really want to feel in your life ongoing every day, day in, day out, year in, year out, that when you began to set your goals and process them, you began to realize that they didn't give you the feeling, the outcome, the peace that you so dearly want in your life, that we all want. Essentially, we all want peace in our life. And essentially, I would suggest that we all want environments that are conducive to that. And when you look at life from that perspective, and you ask yourself this question now, today, are your goals in alignment and is your life filled with peace and are your environments filled with people that you would like to have in them? Not just people, but places that you go, spend time in and visit. Do you value them? What value do you place upon them? If at this point in your life, you're listening to this episode and you say to yourself, no, my life is not as peaceful as I would like it, and my environments aren't quite where they should be or I would like them to be, then you need to begin to change your goals. But here's the interesting part of this. When you begin to adjust your goals now and reset your goals, which we all do if we're growing and developing because life is an ongoing changing event, when you begin to Set your goals now from the correct process. Here's two things you might want to consider. If I set this particular goal, is it going to contribute to the peace in my life? And is it going to add value to the environments that I put myself in? The reason that I mention that is, is because a lot of times when I have been interviewing people for organizations, and I've done a lot of interviews for companies, I may ask the individual when they're sitting through the interview, even though obviously they've presented their resume and they may have done a phone interview, I would come in at the third tier of that for the in-person interview a lot of the times. I would ask them, 
What type of culture do you work best in? What type of culture do you align yourself with? And what is your own personal culture? And the reason I ask that question is, is because if an individual is just coming for a job and they haven't thought about how they're going to fit into this culture, if they're going to work successfully, it's just about money, they're not going to last. They're going to be disruptive and the culture is going to be disruptive on them. It's a no-win situation. Coming into the interview, you have to know what brings you, I would call it peace, or some people may call it motivation, whatever it is you're putting down as one of your definitions of success, then you need to know what culture you work best in. You also need to know your own personal culture. What does that mean? What do you stand for? What are your values? Most of the times that I asked that question, people couldn't answer it. A lot of times people didn't know what culture meant. And I would explain it this way. Do you like to work in an autocratic culture where you're basically told what to do and you do it? Do you like to work in a more creative culture where you have more freedom of expression? Do you like to have autonomy? Or do you prefer to work in a team where you have more input with people? When you ask these questions, a person who knows what makes them happy, for want of a better term, what makes them peaceful, what will help them to go home in a more balanced attitude to their family and be not stressed out, is a person who's taking the time to think about what defines their success or at least has been down the road a time or two to understand that the previous types of cultures that I had mentioned didn't work for them at all. But they learned that through just experience, which obviously if you give some time to reflect upon these things, you don't have to go through four or five different cultures to find out you have put yourself in the wrong ones and also the environment that you thought you valued was not the one that worked for you. A lot of times people make the decision on a job based on benefits and also how much you're going to get paid and different external factors that are important also. But the most important factor that you need to take into consideration when you're doing anything is how disruptive is this going to be to your soul? How disruptive is this going to be to your inner sanctuary? Well, at least I would suggest to you that that's important because if you have that type of disruption going on inside of you because you're miserable in a place you work, you're going to have health problems, you're going to have relationship problems, you're going to have a lot of other issues that are a domino effect from not being in the right place for you to flourish and be the best person that you can be. It's a very interesting subject, the process of goal setting. When you decide whether it's entrepreneurial effort or a place that you're going to work for someone to go out for a job, doesn't matter what age you are, but the younger you start this process, the better off you will be. Make sure that you can answer this question. What type of culture, if it's a business you're going to start up, do you want to have in your company? And if it's someone you're going to work for, what type of culture do you want to work in? Because most of your time is going to be spent working 
with the people around you. So knowing that for me, peace is important and the environment that I put myself in are two big factors of my goal setting. I am very mindful of what I do and the goals that I set and how I go about accomplishing them. And that goes from the simple fact within my own business of the type of clients that I took on and what they represented. And if I didn't feel that this was an organization that I wanted to be involved with, I wouldn't get involved with the organization. Even if they wanted to hire me and there was a good amount of money involved, it could even be a referral. I just wouldn't get involved because it wasn't something that I felt would be in alignment with my definition of success and be an environment that I would value that would help me grow and develop my skills and myself. I have left organizations because I didn't feel that they were going in the direction with their people that would be beneficial for everyone to benefit from the company and the policies they're putting in place because I was told by a lot of people within the organization that they didn't buy into it. That brings me to another very, very important part of the correct process for goal setting, and that is having people bought into what it is that you are trying to accomplish in your life and you are bought into what they are trying to accomplish in their life. And because your definition of success is similar, it doesn't have to be exactly the same, but at least it's in alignment, and what they value is in alignment with you, there should be a synergistic approach to what it is that you are both trying to accomplish and how you want to accomplish it, because we do nothing alone in this life. And that is part of when you create a vision in your life personally, or a CEO creates a vision for a company professionally, that there is buy-in from everyone involved around you, because we all have a vision, how we see our lives. We may not always term it that way, but you see your life a certain way now and in the future. I do. And you set your goals accordingly. If you're setting out in life, you're going to have a vision of how you see your life in the future. If you're 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, it's going to be different as you get older, but you may choose a career path based upon how you see your life and how much money you would like to make down the road. There's a vision there. There has to be buy-in from everyone around you as you try to accomplish that. For example, if you see yourself doing something that is passionate to you and would give you a sense of great purpose and peace, because purpose and peace are intertwined, and there's different definitions of peace, which we won't get involved in in this episode, but a sense of accomplishment is one of them. If you have a sense of accomplishment, giving you a greater sense of well-being, but people around you don't agree with the career path that you've taken, then there's no buy-in to that vision that you see for yourself. Now you have conflict. And that conflict now disturbs your equilibrium. In my world, it will disturb my peace. So there's no buy-in to what it is that you're setting out to do. So now the environment that you're in is not of the same value as it was before because there's no support in it for the correct process of the accomplishment of that goal. 
to sustain any goal, to have it as a important part of your life, as a manifestation, and to have it mean something to you. You have to be clear from the very beginning in the correct process of your goal setting what it is that you have in your heart and in your mind as success and what you value. They have to match up. And you'll find that your personal definition of success matches your professional definition of success. Your personal values match your professional values. You're synergistically moving through the process of goal setting in such a way that you're working in concert with yourself and everyone around you. I am not talking about nirvana. I'm not talking about some idea of peace that is never disturbed. It will get disturbed. How quickly you get back to center, a lot of times, is based upon the environment that you're in. For example, peace being a big thing for me, as my definition of success. If I get off track, then I have people that I value in my environment that can help get me back on track and get me centered. Because that was part of my goal-setting process when I started looking at what it is I wanted to accomplish. If you were to embark on a similar process, if you don't already, at least try to look at what success means to you and what your values are. The self-realized individual always goes inwardly first to find out what is important to them using that all-important gift of intuition that we all have, and then they express it outwardly to the world. You will see that as you begin to set your goals from that perspective first, the outcomes of what you achieve and accomplish in this life are a lot more balanced and a lot more peaceful and give you a lot more happiness than you ever thought was possible. I sincerely appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please subscribe so you do not miss any upcoming episodes. Whatever platform you're on, please leave a rating and review. I would greatly appreciate it. Any additional information on me, Linton Bergson, and my five-star reviewed book, Purposeful Vision, is available at selfrealized.com, which is all one word. You can also leave any comments or suggestions on the website. I look forward to connecting with you very soon and take good care of yourself.